Hello everyone and Happy New Year. This is Mulan Shatton and the Treehouse Letter, where we are always learning with a bit of fun. Uh, for today's podcast, I have Pithy and Practical Time in Memoir. Pithy and Practical. Not to toot my own horn, but I'll let my cousin do so. She wrote in her Christmas card that she loved the Treehouse Letter because it is pithy and practical. She's an engineer for work and a poet at heart. And it warms me to read this. I have been writing the letter for 14 years and I encourage you to share with others if you find it pithy or practical or fun or whatever modifier. An agent read my memoir proposal in first chapters. She said the story is quote, compelling, beautifully told unquote. And she'd like to see my platform be even stronger. To me, this translates to having readers outside my family and friends. Sigh. <laughs> you are the best of listeners and the best of readers. Thank you. The Vietnamese word for sister is the same as the word for cousin, which means I am blessed beyond measure on my maternal side with so many sisters, I do not have a count. My mother's six siblings each had six or seven or more children. And my uncle who remained in Vietnam had a number of children and so on. Let's return to pith and pragmatism. Pith is the essence of something and pithy is having substance. Gleaning essence and substance in this letter and finding it useful is a joy to learn as the writer. So thank you, Ba. The pithy. Something's been on my mind as the year winds down and we come into 2023, and that is time. The construct and human idea of time. Winter solstice is the shortest day of the year. It marks that turning point in the season when every day brings more light and we may look forward to spring. Christmas celebrates the birth of Christ, but this is not factual. Biblical scholars agree Christ was not born on 25 December. Most likely he was born in spring, even summer. Why do Christians celebrate Christ's birth during the week of the solstice? Well, this has been done so long, people, myself included, believe that Jesus was born in the darkest hours of the year. The church in its infinite wisdom wanted to stem the pagan merrymaking and the solstice festivals, aiming for a reverent period of prayer and solemnity. For much of humanity, the solstice has been the cause of universal celebration. So Christmas proponents felt, why not choose this week for the birth of the Son of God and tame the masses? Accepting the sinking of the sun, capital S-O-N, <laughs> to the solstice, how do we pass the seasons of the year of our lives, of our history? For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die. And many of you will recognize that. In my footnotes, I explain Ecclesiastes 3.1, uh, the New Living Translation. So these are human constructs of time. And let's talk about the practical now. As a child, time was divided into grades, infancy and preschool, elementary and middle and high school, and then college and work, marriage and children. 
The ways we mark time are common and numerous. By age, by job, by geography. If you were Elizabeth Taylor, by husband. <laughs> or by president, pets, progeny. The Lincoln years of civil war. The Carter years of inflation and pain at the pump. My Belgian shepherd years. My children years. The grandchildren years. Or by God, capital G by God, with BC in AD for before Christ and Anno Domini in the year of our Lord. And 2022 AD morphed into 2022 CE for the common error, or 2023 CE for the common error. The number one factor in all relationships, it could be place. The Germany years, the Florida years, and now the Connecticut years. Picasso had a blue period. Vintage champagne varies from months to years. And vintage in furniture could mean decades to a century for antiques. Geologic marks time by millions of years. Now, I write of time at midlife easily enough. I've been exposed since my birth on a Sunday in winter in the nation's capital. It's nice to know it was convenient for my parents. Birth on the Lord's Day, a day of rest or labor in my mother's case. These are, all of them, human constructs. Time is personal. For me as a child, time was linear. I watched the days of the week progress on a timeline on a chalkboard. And I was thinking I have to get to Friday before I can go home for the weekend. As an adult, time is cyclical. I watched the hands of the clock circle around its center and the seasons of the year cycle onward. Often, I believe the only time is the present. Now, the divided self. In memoir, time is the literary element responsible for tension and meaning. So memoir difference from biography and autobiography, which I talk about in the footnotes, memoir is an aspect of one's life. Biography or autobiography of notable people tends to cover and depict and portray a whole life. So in memoir, time is the literary element that's responsible for this tension and meaning. The character of I in the story may be my 11-year-old self at the end of the driveway or my teenage self at the laundry. The narrator of I is the person telling the story. So the narrator writes in the narrative present and the tension builds until the narrator reflects discerning meaning over the intervening time. So over the last few minutes that I've been reading this letter, as an example, beginning with comments in a Christmas card to the divided self in memoir, you as a listener have learned of the church's ruse and the personal nature of time. Maybe what distinguishes time as we age is meaning, the lessons we learn through the seasons of our life and from each other, the distillation of all of it, whether it is about Christ's birth or the solstice. Meaning, like time, is personal and is our view out to the world, the connections to each other and everything else. So when I wrote this, I was sitting where I was sitting in Soho on the 26th floor. I could see the Colgate clock in Jersey City. It's a 50-foot clock face on the water's edge. The hands are visible in Manhattan with the minute hand at 40 and the hour hand between 9 and 10. It's a clear winter day. 
East of the Jersey clock in this view is the Freedom Tower or One World Trade Center. It's glorious skyward angles, an illusion of infinity. For those who see the clock across the Hudson, it is 9.40 a.m. Or so we are at liberty to believe. <laughs> That's the end of today's podcast. I have a postscript to the letter. If you enjoyed it, please share with a friend or they can sign up um, or you may sign up if you wish to receive the letter at treehouseletter.com. Thank you for being the best of listeners and the best of readers. Writing that is read is the same as music that is heard. It's better when someone reads it or hears it. As always, thank you for listening to the Treehouse Letter and happy 2023, a healthy and happy new year to you.